Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Goals. We love to achieve things and make a difference in our lives and the lives around us. It's wonderful and it's really what's changed our world. With goals, we achieve things, we get things done, we get degrees, we buy homes, we get in relationships. There's so many wonderful things that come with goals. But there is a problem with goals too. And that's what I want to explore in this podcast and help us understand how having goals is great, but we need to enjoy the journey of getting to our goals because we don't always get there. Imagine this. Let's pretend that we have a ship in Los Angeles port and we want to take that ship all the way to Bora Bora, Tahiti, because we've heard wonderful things about it. We've seen pictures and we'd love to go there to sleep on one of those overwater bungalows and just have an exquisite time. So we head out from Los Angeles. We aim directly at Bora Bora. We look, we look at the map. We figure out where do we head? How do we get there? And we aim for it. Well, what we're going to discover is along the way, there's going to be storms. There's going to be currents. There's going to be winds. There's all kinds of things. So what we have to do is in order to get there, we have to adjust all along the way. And then, what? let's say three-fourths of the way there, we're almost there. And let's say for some reason our ship sinks and we don't get there and we have to go back to Los Angeles. And I think metaphorically, when most people have goals like Bora Bora goals, let's say we want to be a medical doctor. Let's say we want to save up a million dollars. Let's say we want to get a promotion out of work. What we do is when we're striving towards these goals is we work really hard. We do make the course corrections, but sometimes we don't reach it. We don't get into medical school. We don't meet that million dollar savings plan. We don't find that promotion. So during that process, we sacrifice a lot. And often our life is on hold as we're reaching towards this goal. And when we don't get there, we're devastated, we're exhausted. And even if we get there, we're still devastated and exhausted because it took so much energy to get there. Well, what's a way of getting there that we could get there in a happy way? How can we do this so that, yes, we aim towards our goals, but whether we get there or not, it was a great experience. Well, let's go back to our ship analogy. What we do is, along the way, when we're headed towards Bora Bora, is we decide each time, each step of the way, we're just going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to fish. We're going to enjoy the wind. We're going to listen to the birds. We're going to really make sure that getting there is really most about what the journey is all about. We're going to enjoy our journey to Bora Bora so that if our ship does get distracted, if it gets off course, if it even sinks, we're okay because we had a great time getting there. And that's really the key of happiness. And this really is the key of happiness goal setting. If we have goals, which are fine, I think goals are a very important part of life. We achieve more, we accomplish more. And a lot of people probably listening to this podcast right now have goals. That's wonderful. But what most people do wrong is they sacrifice too much for the goals. What we need to do is say, okay, I have this goal. I'm going to work towards it but I truly am going to enjoy the journey of getting towards my goals. Because if I don't, if I don't do this, I'm going to sacrifice too much. And there's just too high a stakes on this goal. But if I say, whatever happens, whether I make it or not, whether I make it to Bora Bora or not, all along the way, I'm going to enjoy myself. We can. I mean, if it's a goal that we're excited about, 
then hopefully we're doing things to get there that we enjoy. I think that's the one thing we need to reassess. If we're not enjoying getting to this goal, it's all about the end results. Perhaps we need to reassess that. Let's think of an example where we can really illustrate this. Imagine we're a business person and that we want to start a business and make money. Our goal is to make a certain amount of money. We have two approaches in order to reach this goal. One is just to make money and find anything that will make money the quickest for us, dive into that, and see what we get. The problem with this approach is that things happen along the way, things we don't expect to happen, and there are bumps, there are those trade winds, there are those storms, there are sometimes our ships sink. Metaphorically, in the business world, things happen. And if people are just doing it for the process of making money, if that's their main goal to make money and not enjoy the process of making money, then business people, when they have bumps, when their businesses fail, they're done and they won't try again. They'll just quit. Now, another approach we have is this. We can say, hmm, I do want to make money. That's important to me, but I want to have fun getting there. I'm going to find something I'm really excited about, open up that business, and then I'm going to learn. So what will happen there is, That one is if there are changes, if things happen that weren't expected, guess what? In this instance, they're going to hang in there. Their businesses may, as I said, completely fail, but they'll start up again because they've learned things. They're ready to move on. But more importantly, they're having fun getting there. So even if if they can't reopen the business, they had a blast getting there, and it was looked on in a positive way. I think that's the way to do goals. First, Find out what we like, be excited about that, and second, when we do hit the bumps, we say, well, we had a good time getting here. So imagine this, another example. Imagine we want to become a medical doctor. We again here have two ways we can approach this goal. One is that we want to help people, we really care about reaching out to people, we love studying biology and chemistry, and all along the way, even if we don't get into medical school, We had a blast aiming towards it. The second is, I think somewhat common, is it's all about the money. It's about the prestige. It's about the power. It's those things while we get into it. Again, it's probably better to choose medicine or whatever we choose for the love of it, not because of what it's going to give us in the end, because we may not get there. We may not reach that goal. But if our goal is to really listen to our heart and say, okay, what do I love? What would I do if I had all the time in the world and didn't get paid for it? I think that's a really important question. What do we do with our free time? And the next thing to ask, is there a way to make some money at this? Is there a way to create goals about this? I mean, I know goals aren't all about making a living and making money, but whatever we're doing, we should be pretty passionate about it. Let's think of a non-economic goal. Let's say we want to learn how to speak Spanish. We think it'd be great to learn to speak Spanish. We could speak to the people around us. And we like learning Spanish. We find it fascinating and enjoyable. So along the way, when we're learning Spanish and we go to a restaurant and people can't understand us, even though we've been studying it for six months, we won't quit because we're really enjoying the process of learning the language. If, on the other hand, we hate learning languages, we find them grueling and exhausting, and the only reason we want to speak Spanish is so that we can impress our neighbors and our friends, When we hit those bumps, we're probably not going to stick with it. So a lot of happiness and goals is finding things that we flow with. And if we're going against that flow, it's probably better to reassess and say, hmm, can I come up with different goals? 
goals that really I flow with and that I enjoy. And whether I get to that goal or not, I'm just having a blast enjoying doing and learning. One of my metaphorical goals is math and physics. I just find them very fascinating. I will read equations, listen to lectures on mathematics, study different formulas for physics, and there's no purpose of it at all. I'm not going to use it for anything. I'm never going to in any way um, make a living at it. I don't even tell people. I guess I'm telling you, but I normally don't even tell people. So I'm not going to impress people. I'm just doing it because I actually find it really fun. So find these types of goals, things that we do for the sake of doing them, for the love of them, and then dive into them. And then maybe if you need to find a job and need to find something that you want to do for a living, if you're younger or if you just want to change careers, look into areas that aren't about prestige, aren't about what people will think of you. Look about what you would do that you would love. Because I'm telling you, I'm so aware of this because I work with thousands, probably tens of thousands of people that have very prestigious jobs. But if they're not passionate about what they do, if it's all about what people think of them and the prestige that goes with it, it doesn't do anything for them because it just isn't worth it. It, it just is fleeting. It just doesn't matter. It's far more important when I meet people who love what they do and are passionate about that. So as we aim towards our goals, what will be pivotal here is one, you know, considering something that we like. Two, considering something that we can flow with. That's a that doesn't have to be there, but I think it's important. I remember once having a French teacher when I, when I was an undergraduate, and she said her hardest subject in college was French, and she just wanted to get good at it. She liked it, but it was very hard for her. So she went on, and she ended up becoming a professor and even was a translator for the UN. So we can arrive at goals even if it doesn't go with our flow, but we better be pretty passionate about them. So even if we're not good at something, like we like the piano, but we're not very good at it, but we enjoy it, that's what matters. And because we spend so much time working throughout our lives, whatever the work is that we do, I think this one we really want to assess and say, okay, do I love what I do? Am I passionate about it? And if not, then two, maybe it's time to create a new goal. I'm not going to just quit my job or whatever I'm doing and jump into something else. But like going to Bora Bora in a few months, maybe even in a few years, I can reach any goal, any goal. It may even take 10 years, but we're going to enjoy the journey of getting there. And when we get there, we're going to love it. And if we don't get there, we just enjoyed trying to get there. That's the key. We have to really make sure that when we do decide to do that career change or deciding whichever career we want, we should be pretty passionate about it. Because that will keep us in the game, that will keep us going, and that will help us to get to Bora Bora, or whatever our goal is. And if we don't get there, it's going to be okay. It won't even be that upsetting, because we had such a good time trying to get there. And then lastly, let's think about retirement, when we're done, at the end of our life. Because I don't know some people get there. I think there too, it's important to say, okay, what am I doing that I'm passionate about, that I'm having fun with? And maybe my goal isn't to change things to make money, but my goal should be something that I am enjoying. I do think helping others in some way or another, whether it's just volunteering or something, is good to do. And I think making sure we're careful of addictions, as always, I know I talk about that. But mostly, we should basically be on that ship to Bora Bora 
all the way to the very end. So even when we're on our deathbed, we're still enjoying the journey. We're doing things that we're passionate about. And if we pull out of that coma, whatever we're in, just need to be enjoying what we're doing wherever we're at, sharing that joy with others, and having a blast on the journey called life. We can truly have beautiful lives if we live each step of it along the way well. And if you are finding these podcasts helpful, I would love a review from you. Just go to the website, happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. On the left-hand column, you'll see a Yelp and a Google Plus, G+. Just click on one of those, or you can click on testimonials. It will take you right to them. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. You've seen it for yourself. Maybe you've even felt it as you walked into your company's office today. You can tell that your employees are gloomy, discontent, and just plain unhappy. And it's affecting your business. Sales are gradually slipping. Expenses are rising. And profits are sliding away. As a result, your vision as CEO is undermined. Your system is frustrated. And it's leaving your customers wondering what's going on. The worst part is the fun that you used to have running your company is rapidly fading. It makes sense, and it's not your fault. Dr. Robert Puff has seen the same cycle of negativity throughout his 30 years of psychology. He's tackled the true causes of unhappiness and has helped people improve their lives in important ways with simple solutions. And he's ready to bring those solutions to your company. Dr. Puff's custom workshops quickly target the root problems of your team's negativity, and his proven techniques create a catalyst for positive change in their attitudes. After attending one of Dr. Puff's workshops, people have said they feel a massive weight has been lifted from their shoulders. He presents a fascinating three-hour seminar to your employees that helps them find true happiness in life and at work. And he's willing to present it twice in one day to reach more of your people. And they're left with exercises they can do to keep their positive energy and happiness at full tilt. A happy company is a successful one. Contact Dr. Puff today to discuss your company, your challenges, and the solutions that can make the difference. 714-337-4889 or email drpuff at cox.net. That's 714-337-4889 or drpuff at cox.net.